It's a blessed day. Amen. Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is good. I'm watching all those young people go back there. That's a bunch of folk. Yeah, that's good. We've been talking about what the devil does to distract us from the blessing God has for us. And the scripture, we'll be using it maybe all year. Uh, be ye angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Neither give the devil, huh? Neither give place to the devil. So we ought to know that. So that sometimes, sometimes when things happen in, in, in your life, you need to understand who's behind it. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, this is, this is good stuff here. You need to, uh, don't give, you know, see, it's like uh, families. Families get too caught up in the going to bed angry. If you go to bed angry, you're going to wake up angry. So what you need to do is get those things solved before you go to bed. Because this, I'm going to read it again. Be angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Because when the sun goes down on your wrath and you're angry, guess what you're doing? You're giving the devil a place in your life. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? And so here's what happens is, Satan, he, Satan's a thief. He comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Do you understand what I'm saying? So whatever God has for you, Satan wants to take from you. Does that make sense? This is why so many people don't make it in life. Some of the best of the best never made it to the best because they allowed issues, circumstances, and situations that Satan had planned for them to steal their blessings. Do you understand that? Y'all get what I'm talking about. And so what we want to do here, there has to be a way. We, 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 now, we've been doing the 16 day of these, right? So, uh, and so we don't want the devil to get advantage of us. Because we ain't ignorant of his devices, because we went through that. Some things that we ought to recognize through discerning of the spirit, that this is of the devil. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? You said sometimes, and a lot of times, it is the devil will use people as instruments to destroy your life. Now listen to me very carefully. He will use people as an instrument to cause you to get an instrument, excuse me, to cause you to get off course. How many people, and some of you probably know people, or have been yourself, you was on the right course in your life. Everything was set for you, and you was going the right way, and your future was ahead of you, and you had a bright future. And then somebody came in your life and distracted you. Do you see what I'm saying? Because, see, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood and principalities. We wrestle against principalities and powers, for you all to understand that, is spiritual. Because there's a lot of things that people can do and say that will distract you spiritually. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, and, and so what we want to do, it's just like when the young lady was speaking about her and her situation and what she could have done, well, that was a blessing for us to make sure we do everything when it's time and you can do it. You see, do you understand? And so what we'd want to do here is, I'm trying to get you all prepared for how to fight the devil. Have you ever uh, 
talk to a fool. Uh-huh. And then that fool made a fool out of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you ever, I don't know, none of y'all have, have you ever had somebody just argumenting, just want to argue about everything? And then the next thing you do, you wind up arguing and saying things that you had no business saying. And that quenches the spirit. Do you see what I'm saying? It quenches the spirit and it grieves the spirit. Are y'all with me? And so sometimes we don't, see, sometimes we looking down and up and the devil's right in front of us. You, talk, you know what I'm talking about? You see, and I've seen it in many times, even in this church, that and some of you all have got caught up. You were doing good and, 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 and on the right path and got caught up with somebody else who was on the wrong path and you got distracted with that somebody else and lost your blessing. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so one time, Jesus, uh, 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 well, I'll go with what we got to do sometimes, some people you just need to resist. You see? And uh, Satan can't stand for you to resist him. He don't want you to resist him. You know? It's like a person that follows you around and you're trying to get away from them. You know what I'm talking about? And they're still running off at the mouth. Do you see what I'm saying? You got to be able to resist them. Because some, listen to me, because when you talk back to them, you're feeding them. You're putting fuel for them, you see, because that's what they want anyway is an argument. You see, you understand what I'm saying? And so what sometimes if you as a Christian and you're a Christian and you want to get it right, you want to be a good God man, good God woman, good husband, good uh, father, good wife, good mother. You try to do all of those things and do it the right way. Do you understand what I'm saying? But then there's somebody in your family or somebody close to you will tell you who you ain't as if they know. And then you start second guessing yourself. Do you understand? And so what you, uh, what, so Jesus was talking to uh, 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 the, the boys, the disciples, you know, and he was telling them what his purpose was and what he was called to do, his journey. You know, he's going to be crucified, and he's going to be buried. He's going to go down into hell for three days, and he's going to be resurrected because he was the Christ, right? And so he had told this to them many times. And so instead of them, and you know, Peter was the one that's always run off at the mouth. Instead of him listening to what Jesus was saying, he's going to discipline Jesus. When you get home, you can read the rest of it. He's going to discipline Jesus, and he's going to tell Jesus what he ain't going to do. Right. Telling Jesus what he wasn't going to do in his life. Just like some folks, y'all got some folks and probably around you that can tell you what you're not capable of doing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so he uses these people to do that, and if you're not careful, you'll fall into that pattern that they've set for you and lose direction what God has for you. Am I doing all right? So Jesus had to, and I'll get resistance in a minute. And what Jesus had to do, and I like how Jesus done that, because, you know, sometimes you got some devils around you. Right. You see? You, you love them, but they got a devil in them. Right? And Satan has put them there to distract you right. or to mess your life up. Are you with me? That's right. 
And, and so we ain't going to be, we can be either one, be the one that's doing it, or we can be the one that's being done too. And so Jesus turned around, because everybody thinks Jesus is goody, goody guy. So Jesus turned around and said to him in Matthew 16 and 23, after he was going to discipline Jesus, guess what Jesus said to him? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. That's what Jesus told him. Get behind me, Satan. Because Jesus knew where that was coming from. Let me come down there because y'all act like y'all ain't got no energy for me today. You see, Jesus knew where that was coming from. And so you need to get this message because he's going to try to stop every one of you in here. That's his plan for you. But you need, when somebody's speaking to you, you need to know where they're coming from. Do you understand? Well, Jesus knew where he was coming from. And he, wasn't, he loved Peter. You know, he loved him because he was one of the disciples. But he had to stop him. That's right. And he said, get behind me, Satan. You see, you may, might be scared to say that to your uh, in-laws or outlaws or, 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 or spouses or whoever it is, but whatever it is. Sometimes you got to look a person in the face and know who they are and know what, what Satan has put them in your life to destroy your life. And Jesus said, no, you need to get behind me, Satan. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't be scared to say that. Or say if you're scared to say it out verbally, say it under your breath. Right. Well. You see what I'm saying? You gotta, I'm telling you, Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. What? That's right. You are a stumbling block to me. Now look at me. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, because you are a stumbling block to me. There are people that can be in your life. I don't care how much you love them, how much you like them. If you're not careful, they become a stumbling block in your life if you keep listening to them. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you need to understand that. So, so here, look at me. I'm going to come over here. Y'all look right at me. You need to check the resume of some of the folk that's around you. Who sent these people to you? All right? See, see, sometimes we all goody-goody, you know, with folks are smiling. We don't know that that person is put in our life to be a stumbling block for us. Y'all got it over here? So you need to check who's around you and make sure that these people that's in your life is not going to be a stumbling block for you. Does that make sense? It doesn't matter how much you love them. It doesn't matter how close they are to you. Is this person a stumbling block for you? And be bold enough, as Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. He says, you are a stumbling block to me. Because Jesus knew the pattern. Jesus knew what he was called to do. And Peter was trying to get, distract him. And Jesus told him, no, you're a stumbling block. So some of you in here need to tell some of these folks that, whoa, 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 hold on here. You've a stumbling block for me. Keep going. And he also says, you do not have in mind the concerns of God. So you don't have in mind the concerns of God. Some people don't have God's wishes for you or God's blessing for you. They're in the natural, so they're in there for themselves. That's right. Am I doing all right? That's right. All right. And then it says, but merely human concerns. You got all the human concerns. In other words, there's people can be in your life. It's all about them, not about supporting you in your God journey. They want you in their journey. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And that's how people get caught up into divorces. You see, folks get to marrying the wrong folks. And see, and God put that, well, got quiet there. God has put that person in your life. This is a blessing, but they didn't look good enough. They didn't have the right education. Wrong color. Wrong size. That was your blessing. Satan sent somebody that looked like, looked like. Uh -huh. 
You see what I'm saying? And that person was a stumbling block for you. You understand it? I know, most, I know a bunch of y'all up in here. Done been around two or three times. Don't be acting here, get in there now. Come on. Right. Yeah. Got the stumbling block. Then you want to get mad at the person. Who was wrong, them or you? You were wrong because you didn't recognize that that person, Satan was using that person to be a stumbling block for you in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. All right. I know this is good stuff. All right. This is why people can't get to church. People don't can't get to churches because they got other things to do, not knowing that them other things is a stumbling block for them. Because Satan don't want them to come to church because you can't grow unless you get here. Isn't it something you can go to work? I don't care what time. You can get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, six day, uh, five days a week. But Sunday, you're sleeping in. Do you understand? You know, your body can be a stumbling block to you. Because it's telling you, no, I need to be here. All right, I'm going to go ahead on something else. And so sometimes, so that was Jesus talking, all right? So sometimes people can be what to you? And you need to tell them to do what? Because you know that Satan is using them to be what? A stumbling block in your life. Okay? I hope we don't have one in here. Uh, you know, some people talk like a used car or something. Yeah, you know how they do, right? getting you to buy something that you can't afford that's going to fall apart and that becomes a stumbling block because see what is the number one thing for divorce in this country I'll tell you finances. finances so sometimes that person is trying to sell you something or that person is with you once that's so much you know you can't afford it and so you buy it anyway and wind up doing bankruptcy because that type of love that you had has become a stumbling block for you all right? Because I'm about life lessons. Teach me life lessons. And sometimes it can be the wife or the husband. That's right. Job was going through some stuff. Yeah, Job was going through some stuff. And he was going through some hard times. And, you know, one time his skin was falling off. He had, he had lost his children. He lost his one wife. He lost his children. He lost his property. You all know that. Lost that. He lost his finances, and he lost his health. Right? And he became very unhealthy, and he was very sick, and uh, uh, almost sick unto death. Uh, you see, and uh, the person that he should have been able to count on should have been his spouse. You see, when you go through a difficult time. In life, the person you ought to be able to count on is your spouse. You remember to death do us part, huh? For better or worse, in sickness and health. That's what you'd be saying, right? If you got married in the church, that's what you'd be saying. So there should nothing be able to come up on you two that are married that, that would cause you to separate from one another because you're there to support each other. So at the worst time in your life, the strongest person in your life ought to be your spouse. That's right. When you have difficult times in your life, uh, the person that should be able to support you the most is who? Is your spouse. They, pr they made a promise to God and the people. The family, 
They made that promise, didn't they? And so you can count on, surely, you can count on your wife. You can count on your husband. You see, that's the thing that we need to look at before we get in those situations. What kind of accountability does this person have? Amen. See, all right, let me come over here. I'm going to keep doing it. I'll keep walking back and forth. Uh, we need to look at what kind of accountability as this person has. Because there's been a lot of people that's gotten married. None of you on here because you all done the right thing, right? <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's been a lot of people in that, that has been a stumbling block in your life. And since you all are not looking at me like I want to be looked at, I'll just go on down here. Because, you know, I'm, hey, you see. Now, there's been some of you ladies understand that you thought you was in love and you wind up with a, some family you got to raise by yourself. And that person that left you with all them babies to raise yourself really was a stumbling block in your life. Because they're going on with their life. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the Bible can't help you in everyday life, you don't need to go to church. I'm already saved. Heaven's taken care of. I'm talking about everyday life. I want to make sure the people around me. Now, so it can be a husband or a wife. Here we go. Here Job was at the worst time in his life. He's trying to keep his integrity. He's trying to keep his faith. And so the person that he could go to is his wife. Here we go. And that can be found in chapter 2, verse 9. Then said his wife unto him. Now this is the wife talking to Job while he's going through what he's dealing with. Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. Wow. This is scripture. His wife, who he should be able to depend on, said, you still holding on your integrity for God? You need to curse God and die. Right. You know, so, so, you know that's those people who are not saved. And when you go through something, they'll, they'll question you. They'll say, if God is real, why are you going through this? They'll say, come on over here. There are those people that will question you and something happens to you. If God is real, why do you still have faith? Why do you still have integrity? Why are you still going to church? Why are you still praising and worshiping him? This is what the very person that should have said got beside him and to help him to go through this and praise and worship him and do the things that she knew to, uh, 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 to encourage him was the very person that became a what? Stumbling block. Yep. All right. But he said unto her. Now, but, but he said unto her. Now, let me tell you something. I just got through telling you sometimes you got to resist the devil. That's right. You see, because sometimes the devil could be the person in your house. That's right. Do you understand? That's right. All right. Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speak. And, and King James says, you speak as a fool. That's right. This is the Bible saying this. Don't say pastor said. Right. I ain't writing nothing in there. If I wrote it, right. I'd put something else in there. <laughs> but anyway, he says, Thou uh, uh, speakest as a foolish woman speaketh. In other words, he didn't, ha he didn't listen to that. But some people get caught up into that. You can't listen to everything, even though you heard it. You can't listen to everything, even though you heard it. You can't respond to everything, even though you heard it. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I heard you, but I ain't listening to you because you're, going, you're trying to be a stumbling block to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not even going to deal with you. There's some things you ought not even respond to because that's what the Satan's wanting you to do is to respond to that. You see, if he wants you to look in the mirror and say, no, you ain't who you thought you were. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? 
And so what else went on here? Because I got excited. Then he says, shall we receive good at the hand of God? Well, so he resists the devil by saying what? We're going to receive good by the hand of God. All right, keep going. And shall we not receive evil? So some things are going to be evil in the hand of God. God has blessed me tremendously. Do you all understand that? You see, I ain't focusing on being a three-time cancer survivor. I'm a three-time cancer overcomer because God has been good to me. Do you understand? You see, you see it doesn't make it about the struggle. It's about the victory. You see? You understand? You see, let me tell you, I lost some battles with chemo and all that stuff they're dealing with, but I won the walk. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to understand that. Because, see, if I'd have listened to the doctors, y'all know the story, you got five or seven years to live. August the 22nd, I think it is. August something in there. Uh, uh, 23 years, I'm still here. But Satan, yeah, it is. But they was trying to tell me how long I had to live. That's crazy. Do you understand? But some people that have told them five or seven, they'd have died. Do you understand? So, so what I can't, all the good things God has given me, you see, and all I got to do is take a little medication. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you take the good with the bad and still have faith. He's still God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? So Job at the, at the worst time, when the very person that should have been in his life uplifting him was the very person that wanted him to go ahead on and die and curse God and die and forget all that so she could get that insurance money and go on and find her a healthy guy. <laughs> uh, you know, that's right. Because yeah, I'm sick of taking care of you. Come on here. Yeah. I'm sick of going back and forth to the doctor with you. Come on here. I'm sick of trying to fix this health food for you. Come on here with me. You see? You understand what I'm saying? That's the very person that should have been there. The very person that should have been there was the very person that hurt, was about to hurt him the most. But he resisted her and said, no, no matter what my condition, my condition is in, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust him anyhow. And if you read down there further, he says, the Lord giveth, the Lord take away. And if you read a little further, it says, all of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody's going to tell you. Somebody's probably telling some of y'all in here, you ain't going to make it. You need to walk away from that. You need to tell them, no, I heard the preacher say that Job said, all of my appointed time, I'm going to wait till my change come. You do the Sam Cooke thing, there's a change coming. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, so he'll tell you. That, the, that this is the end. Come on here. That this is the end of your life. Uh, when I went to one of my friend's funeral, that one of the ladies there was saying that, that we're losing all our men. And they were three grades up. And so I wanted to tell them that you can lose, but then you should gain. You still have life. You still have a life to leave. Do you grieving and get past that? And oh, you still have life. To, you still got grandkids and kids and all this other stuff. You see, you understand where I'm trying to get y'all to go? No matter how things may look in your life right now, you got to resist the devil telling you how bad things are. Yeah, because you know what they say? Further on down the road, there's a blessing for me. You see, and that's why I'm going to wait till my change comes, right? So I'm not going to let the devil tell me this is the end. No, this is the beginning. Some of you are going through some things in here, and you think this is it. This ain't, this is the, no, this is the beginning. You see, this is the beginning of your new journey. Are y'all with me? 
Am I helping anybody in here? All right. You see? So we have to learn to resist the devil because he can't stand for us to resist him. When, you know, I used to tell you all, when you get sick and you're not feeling good, dress up. Dress up. Talk up. See, the devil wants you to stay down, get depressed, get stressed. You see, have anxiety. You see, there's still, I don't care if he, if he takes one car, you see, get a new one. I shouldn't say that. If you lose one somebody, get a better somebody. Okay. I'm just trying to help you. See, the devil's talking to some of you in so much, you're losing your blessing. That's right. Say this. Satan, Satan. you are a liar. And the truth is not in you. I'm going to wait till my change comes. Give God a hand clap. And so, so I love this scripture, my James. I love the scripture in James 4 7. Submit yourself, huh? Go ahead. Submit yourselves then to God. I'm going to submit myself to who? To God. Well, why are you listening to somebody else? That's right. Come over here. I'm going to submit myself to who? God. Why are you listening to somebody else? You see, when you submit yourself to God, then who are you listening to? You should be listening to God. Right? So you ought to be godly. That's right. Right? Is that right? And if I'm godly, I'm blessed. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to resist that. So when I, wait a minute. Go ahead. I love this one here. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You got to resist the devil. If you resist the devil, he will flee from you because Satan can't stand to be resisted. That's right. So just resist him. Now, I'm not hearing you. I can't hear you. That's right. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? And resist means what? Resist is to withstand the force or effect of. I'm going to withstand the force that comes up against me. Because I know God has got to, I don't care how bad the storm is. I'm going to resist it. I don't care what nobody says about me. I'm going to resist that. That's right. Okay. And resist is also to stand up against or oppose with firm determination. I'm going to stand up against and what? Oppose. Sometimes you got to oppose. That's right. Guard your heart. That's the scripture. Guard your thoughts. That's right. You see? That's right. You got to make a stand. Sometimes you got to make a stand and making a stand is this. Man, I ain't got time for you. That's right. I ain't got time for that. You see? However you want to say it. I ain't, got, I, ain't dealing with you. I ain't dealing with you today. That's right. You see, I know that I know that I know that I know God's going to bless me. That's right. And right now I'm going through something. I'm going through a situation. I'm grieving a little bit, right? I'm hurting a little bit. But I know that I know that there's some better days ahead. You see, and I don't care what people say or what I'm saying. I'm going to guard my thoughts. I'm going to guard my thoughts because sometimes your thoughts can be the devil. All right? That's right. You see, God has promised you that lo and I'll always be with you. You see, you hear a song and get the blues. You hear a song and get the blues. That's right. And sometimes the blues 
people respond to the blues more than they respond to gospel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Resist is also to stop or obstruct the course of. I'm going to stop it right now. Look at me. I'm going to have to come down again because y'all just ain't getting it. Stop because I know where you're going. Can I, Marvin, can I say it over here? You need to tell people sometimes, stop. Because I know you, where you're going with this. So you just stop it right now and walk on away. I'm not going to listen to that because I know where you're going. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, you see what I'm saying? See, sometimes don't be afraid to get with folks. Because you really ain't getting with them. You're getting with the devil in them. And you know, I, I tell you all the time, ain't gonna, two people going to be mad. The devil and those got the devil in them. Right. All right? Stop. I know where you're going. That's how you resist them. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to debate you. Stop. You see? There is a master at that debate going on right now. He is a master at it. He get an A plus at it. He's good at it. He's excellent at it. His name is President Trump. He tweets something, and everybody go crazy over it. Yep. And he's sitting up in the White House cracking up. Somebody needs to say, stop! I ain't tweeting. I'm not responding. Right. You got people on your job that's been put there to destroy you. You need to stop! All right. I hope you're bold enough. See, the only problem I have is to keep my language right. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the only problem I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You understand? Sister Lisa, that's the only problem I got is to keep my language right. I ain't got no problem saying stop. Get behind me. I can do that part, but it's that stuff that after. Right, right. <laughs> you see? So come on here. You see what I'm saying? So I got to resist him really quick. Yes. 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 All right. Y'all know me. Yeah, you know, I don't talk. I, hey, I ain't scared to tell you. you still, I still got some words. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, don't, don't, get, don't get food up here. Because I got this little suit on. And, uh, yeah. I can take this thing off and flip this thing down. And we can, we can talk. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go, all right? So I know to resist him. Because, you know, come on, come on. Am I a preacher? Preachers talk, don't they? They got a lot of mouth, right? And that thing get out of control. You say some things that, well, that you shouldn't have said. I didn't say regret. Shouldn't have said. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, so back to James. We're going to read the voice. So submit yourselves to the one true God. And fight against the devil and his schemes. And you do that by his schemes. You know it's his schemes. That's right. Resist it. You're trying, to, you're trying to get me to go there. I'm resisting that. Right. I ain't buying that. You ever go to look for a car? I, 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 you, you know, when you, you go look for a car, so we always buy Fords, okay? And so there's A plan and Z plan, all those things. What is fun to do is, is to go look for one. And they get to talking about, you know, you know how much money this thing's going to cost, you know. And I have fun doing that. And after they go through all that, I say, oh, I got the A plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because they try, come on, dude. You see, you understand what I'm saying? I do that for fun. But some of the don't have that, 
they get caught up into that. Do you understand? You see, like, some of you older people in here, they were talking about getting, like, four-wheel drive. You know, they tell you that's wintertime, four-wheel drive. When you get my age, if there's that much snow out there, (laughs) you need to stay home. So I'm going to resist the salesman because I don't need that. Come on here. Do you understand it? Sometimes you got to resist the salesman you're buying a house, right? You got to come on here. You got to resist the salesman where you go buy stuff because Satan wants to get you caught up in something. And you got to no. No. All right. I'm getting tired now. Where are we at? If you, if you resist the devil, he will run away in failure. He'll run away because he's failed. Because he didn't get you to bite. He'll run because he didn't get you to bite. We don't bite in this church. Satan flees from us in this church because we resist him in this church. And he fails every time he comes after us in this church. Come on, Christ Temple North members. Y'all been in this church for years enough. Come on. He fails because we don't bite. That's right. We have the discerning spirit, and we know when it's Satan. And we say, hey, get behind me, Satan. That's right. Or we say, now the Bible said this. I didn't say this. We might have to say, is you a fool? Right. That's what Job said. That's scripture. Right. You see? Some of y'all look at me like crazy. It's in here. Right. Right? Sometimes you got to toughen up. You got to have some mental toughness about yourself. Satan's trying to destroy your life, your relationships, your finance, your bodies, and all of this thing. We're doing good. We're up to 73 pounds now. All right. Yeah. For you all to come, we're doing that weight. Everybody in here is trying to lose some weight so that we can get to 200 pounds. That's right. Of losing weight. Come on. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. And lose a couple pounds. There's nothing in here. If we lose a pound each, we could do it. Yes. All right. Now Satan's gonna, trying to tell you, well, he don't know. He's talking about me losing weight. No, your doctor's probably telling you the same thing. <laughs> That's right. If you can't be healthy spiritually, physically, and emotionally, the Holy Spirit can't work in you. That's Some right. of this stuff ain't God. Huh? It's Kentucky. That's Churches. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. And what's that one that's got them good hamburgers? Freddy's. Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Resist the devil. And sometimes that means drive by. Yes, it smells good, but it ain't good for you. Keep driving. That's right. All right. Come on. Now we're going to read James again from the message. Why are you laughing? The top. James Bourne's. Okay. (laughs) So let God work his will in you. Let who? God. If you let God work his will in you, who's trying to block it? And he'll use people to do it. That's right. He'll use people to do it. Tell you who you can't be. That's right. All right. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. You see, some folk, you've got to give, get a loud no. That's right. And when I say no, there ain't nothing else else to be said. Right? This is why children get away with stuff today. Parents are talking about, no, didn't I tell you? I told you not to do that. Why you keep doing this? I've told you before not to do that. That's how they do it now. I'll come around when it will no. No matter what. You got to do that. See, the devil will keep messing with you. 
You ever broke up with somebody that didn't believe you? That's good. That's good. Yeah. And they keep calling. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are to say a quiet yes to God, and he'll be there in no time. I'm going to say a quiet yes to God, and he'll be there in no time. Yes, Lord. Have your will, Lord. Yes to the Lord. No to the devil. All right. James 1 and 12 tells us, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. See, under trials, because when you're going through something, that's when Satan talks to you the most. Yeah, when you're going through something, that's when he talks to you the most. But when we go through trials, we go through it with perseverance by quietly saying yes to God. All right. And the voice says it this way, happy is the person who can hold up under the trials of life. Happy is the person that can do what? Hold up. Under what? The trials of life. Where are you going to? The Bible lets you know it's going to be some trials. I'm going to go through the trials of life, but I'm going through the trials of life being obedient to God. That's right. You know that God will not tempt you in any temptation that you can't overcome? That's scripture. I'm going to be on his side, That's right. not the devil's side. That's right. All right? I have no clue what scripture might give it to me. James 1 and 12. Okay. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So when you, when you, when you persevere and you finish the race and you finish the test, there's some rewards. See, I like, I used to, you all know I ran track for years and then ran into masters. I like getting them medals. I like getting written articles in the paper, and there's many in the paper, and I like, I like that. See, some folks just want to get to heaven. I want to be in heaven and get a reward. You see? Just not get there, but get there and get a reward. That's what it says. While y'all standing around, I'm going to be up here like this. Because I want my reward. That's right. And the Bible says there's going to be some people that has get some reward. Because he's going to reward you because you have to keep your mouth shut when you want to talk. He's going to reward you when you want to be angry and sin. But he's going to reward you because you was angry and, and sin not. Are y'all with me? That's right. All right. Okay. I'm good with that. All right, now we'll turn to 1 Peter 5, verse 8 through 11. And I love this, and then we'll get through with this, and you can go on with your day. Be alert and of sober mind. You can't be intoxicated. You got to be alert and sober mind. And I ain't talking about intoxicated with drinking. Right. I'm talking, there's a different, you can't be, in, you got to be sober. That's right. You see, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, what uh, Peter's saying here? Go ahead. And the voice says, disciplined and stay on guard. You got to be what? Disciplined. And what? Stay on guard. Because you got an enemy. That's right. You got to keep paying attention to what's going on around you. Okay. And who's around you? That's right. All right. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He's, he's looking for you. I guarantee you. 
Everybody look at me for a minute. You ought to sleep. You just try to look for me. Isn't it? Before the week's up, he's going to get somebody. Because pastor don't know what he's talking about. For the week's up. And if you man up or woman up, call him and tell me, I should have listened to you. That's right. That old devil got in. All right, but here's the key. Resist him. What? Resist what? Him. Resist him. What? Resist him. All right. Standing firm in the faith. You're going to stand firm in your faith. That's right. All right. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. You ain't the only person that's going through something. That's right. Huh? And he says believers. Who told the lie that Christians weren't supposed to go through something? That's right. You see? Whatever you're going through right now in here, somebody else is going through the same thing. Yes. But stand in your faith. All right? The message says keep a cool head. You got to keep a cool head. I don't care what's going on around you. Keep your cool head. You can't fall apart. That's right. There's a better day coming. All right? And to stay alert. And do what? Stay alert. And what? Stay alert. One more time. Stay alert. All right. Don't go to sleep. That's right. He'll get you. Don't let him keep you napping. That's what it says. All right? That's exactly what it says. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. He wants to catch you napping. He's watching you. Right. He wants to catch you napping. All right. I'm interested to see who's going to be bold enough to call me. <laughs> and goes on to say, you're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. You ain't the only one going through hard times. You ever had your heart breaking? Broken? Excuse me. You're the only person that ever had your heart broken. Mm-hmm. Somebody ever left you? You're the only person somebody ever left somebody with. Right. Come on. Right. People, keep going, please. And in verse 10, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while. So you're going to suffer a little while. Right. There's some things just suffering. You're going to suffer a little while. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not here to tell you. See, I told you, we don't have pet rallies over here. Life. Is life, you're going to suffer. A little while. What did he say? But how long? A little while. Okay. He will himself restore you and make you strong. But God will restore you and make yes. you strong. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he will. He'll give you, you'll be okay. He'll restore you and make you strong. Yes. All right. And he will make you firm and steadfast. And he'll make you what? Firm and steadfast. That's what it's all about, folks. All right. And lastly, to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Let's do let, Hey, is that good? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's repeat this together. To him. To him. Be the power. Be the power. Forever. Forever. And ever. And ever. In me. In me. Amen. Amen. To that. Give God a hand clap. The Isaac's on their way up.